This episode is sponsored by Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity. Many of you tuned into and enjoyed my bonus episode on the new Netflix show, Sex Life. If you liked that, then you will love this podcast. Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity is a no-judgment podcast. Women share their true stories about infidelity anonymously, and they are read by the host, Rebecca Adams. The goal of the podcast is to remove judgment surrounding this topic. If you're looking for more content, you can also check out Rebecca's Patreon, where she interviews men that have been impacted by female infidelity. As we learned from watching Sex Life, conversations like these are important, and this show gives women a platform to share their experiences and for us to learn more. You can find Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity, anywhere you find podcasts, or by clicking the link in the show notes. Enjoy! Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Pessimism at Its Finest. I'm your host, Alexandria, and for the first time ever, I'm recording from my workplace with no microphone because I realized that if I didn't record right now, I probably would not record today, and that would be a shame. So here we are. Let's go. First of all, if you have not listened to Raw Truth, the podcast from our sponsor for the last two weeks, I urge you to do so. The links and information, they're all in my show notes, so go for it. Um, My only pop culture update for the week is that the Tokyo Olympics are done. That was the most boring Olympics ever. Um, I think it was because there weren't a lot of crowds. There wasn't a lot of fanfare. I did watch running, and I love that the Canadian men won the four-male relay for person relay I don't really know what you call it but it was the relay race they got a bronze shout out to Andrew Andre Degrassi honestly you know what I mean if you're from Toronto and you're Canadian you know what I'm trying to say okay now we need to talk about the bachelorette finale I have a lot of thoughts I think that I've waited enough days to do this that I don't need to recap every single moment for you you probably have seen it by now, and if you listen to this podcast, then that's clearly why you're why you're here for this like episode. So let's start. So Greg leaves, and at some point, Caitlin and Tasha tell the men that you know Greg has left, and that was a controversial exit, as we all know, which we'll get to in the end. And then at some point, Katie is talking to Caitlin. I think she realizes that Blake is the one for her. She has a conversation with Justin. Justin says he was falling in love with her. I believe Justin was falling in love with her, and I totally believe that Katie never saw it with him, and I know that I never saw it with him and Katie either, so I don't know why he was there for that long, but props to him for sticking around that whole time. And so she goes, and Blake basically tells her that he loves her, and she says it back to Blake. I want to take a minute to defend Greg's intuition. Not Greg's behavior, but Greg's intuition. The way Greg behaved, I don't want to say it was gaslighting, but I'm going to definitely say it was immature. He lacked communication. Um, You could tell that he was definitely insecure. 
but I listened to a Vile Files episode, and he said that after his parents left for, from hometowns, he could tell that Katie wasn't feeling the same way he was. And based on what she said originally, she wasn't going to say I love you till she was at the last guy. With the ease that she had to tell Blake I love you, I think Greg's intuition was right. And while a lot of us originally thought that, yes, Katie was reassuring him, yes, Greg was 100% going to be final too, but I think while Greg was, you know, being a little bit extra, acting out, not being right, I think he was right about the fact that he wasn't going to end up engaged to Katie. So I don't really want to say anymore that Greg made a mistake in leaving. It's the way he acted and the words he used to leave that were wrong. But Greg's intuition was correct. And I think he made the right decision to leave because Katie, the minute Greg left, Katie was like, Blake, it's you. We're getting engaged. And mind you, they're a cute couple, but they look like a couple that could annoy me. So if you haven't figured it out yet, Justin went home. Blake and Katie are now fiance. Cute couple again. Could annoy me in a few days. Not even weeks, days. Okay, let's go to after the final rose. Let's just get to the Greg and Katie conversation. This is what I'm going to say. Greg should not have said, I have no regrets. But I think you can also say you have no regrets because you're happy to move forward from a situation. But I understand Katie could potentially get upset at the fact that Greg said that. My issue with that after the final rose, and I want people to understand I'm very neutral. I'm not team Katie. I'm not team Greg. Katie's tone of voice was highly inappropriate for that conversation. And people can hate on me for that. They could say that I'm wrong and that Greg was wrong. And Greg definitely needed to, you know, be a little bit more communicative on the couch. But it is hard to have a conversation that's normally one-on-one with over 500 people watching you and you being yelled at, you being called a gaslighter, you being accused of being an actor. Well, he did go to acting school. But to have all those things thrown at you and for you not to have a moment to kind of get your bearings, I felt like the way Katie spoke to him and the words that she selected and used were a slightly inappropriate for the degree of the crime in the way or the degree of what Greg did also an engaged woman. Why are you yelling at another man on the couch? I understand that it's fresh. I understand that it's painful, but I just didn't like the way Katie spoke to him. I didn't like it at all. Like I thought it was very inappropriate. Um, Greg, on the other hand, I don't think he would have been able to communicate back to someone talking to him like that because I know I wouldn't. So that's just me. And I think that he tried his best. He did not give genuine apologies. I will understand. He's like, I'm sorry you felt that way. That's not a true apology. There are ways to apologize. I think I displayed an apology two episodes ago. Can't remember who gave it. But there are ways to apologize. And oh, no, Thomas. Thomas apologizing at the the men tell all. That's the way you apologize. And Greg did not take lessons from Thomas. So here we are. 
at the end of the day, Katie ended up with Blake. She seems happy. All's well. Greg is figuring things out, trying to be better, trying to feel better, and trying to grow from the experience. And hanging out with Bree in New York City. Did not even know he was in Hell's Kitchen. Next time I go to New York, I guess I'll be hitting up Hell's Kitchen. But after all, the season's done. Thank fucking God it's done. I was over it. I've been over it. Katie got really boring to me after the date where the men had to do those little, what do you call it? Those like truth or dares that she got boring right there. Um, I'm kind of glad that, you know, that the season's over and that, you know, we can just move on now to Bachelor in Paradise. And also this is the end of season two of Pessimism at its Finest. I'll be back in September with new episodes. We'll have some interviews that I actually did back in March and I never edited and released. So we have some great interviews. Um, We have Bachelor in Paradise. I will not recap every week of that. No, I will not. I will give you like a mid-season review. And hopefully we have some other cool things to talk about moving forward. But I'm so excited for season three of this pod. We're on season three already? What? But it's the end of season two. And so, yeah, that's all I have to say. I'll see you guys in September. Enjoy your month of August. And peace and love. Send me any topics you want me to discuss to my Instagram or email. I don't know. We'll see. Have a good one. Ciao.